Hey, this is Mike from Lodos, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Epitome of Stupidity. Epitome of Stupidity. We are a metal podcast. We talk about metal things. Allegedly. Sometimes don't, unmetal things. Yeah, don't go pigeonholing but, uh, us. But mostly it's uh, all doom, doom and uh, heavy metal and um, killing people on We're the show. here to save you. So uh, this is episode number 42. You and, gotta uh, cut it out with the fucking NPR voice. You're killing me. And low doses in the background. Just giving it to you. Just giving all half right there. <laughs> <laughs> That is their song, Right On, and uh, you know what? Fine. I'm going to be corny. Right On, man. That shit kicks ass. I enjoy the shit out of it. It's got like a grunge noise rock thing going on. They've only released like three songs so far off their upcoming debut self-titled EP, or album, I'm sorry, coming out at the end of the month. I believe it's the 29th. Per That's what my notes say, Clint. Yeah, but I don't have my glasses <laughs> on. I can't read them. That's what it says. The 29th. Uh, looking forward to it, and I think we may just take a swing at the phone like we typically do and see if we can't get somebody from the band on here in a little bit. Here in a little bit. We'll see what happens. First things first. First things second. Uh, Sonic has something to tell you. Well, I'm I'm all ears, Sonic. All right. The Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival has arrived. Matt Free Stadium, Columbus, Ohio, May 17th through the 19th with Foo Fighters. System of the Down. Disturbed. Get up, get up, get up. Bring me the horizon. Prodigy. Ghost. Hailstorm. Lamb of God. The Cult. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. And more. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com for everything. See ya at the temple. All right. That's for your ears, Clint. That still fucking weirds me out. So. We should be announcing winners here soon. Um, good, uh, good feedback on that first contest. Yeah. And uh, thanks to everybody who... Not only participated, but is now listening. And, ah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Both of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We will be announcing winners and all that stuff. Info through social media soon. And, uh, we went to a concert on Monday. Oh, you're going to lead right off with that. That's what you have it down here. Do I? Yeah. I've got a question mark next to it. <laughs> so we went to Seven Dust and it was, uh, amazing. Yes. Confirmed. They uh, set list. I mean, it could have got better, but it doesn't get much better. I loved all of it. I did too. I can't believe they went so heavy on animosity. That's kind of weird. I one song off every al- of all all the albums, and then four or five off no. animosity. That's it what was, the thing said on the another show that I. Well, it wasn't on. how our show played out. There was two off of like. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, two off of. For, we're not arguing about this. It was a good set. They went old school with it. I could live without some of the animosity stuff, but I'm also not going to argue with it because animosity is still a good album. Um, I just, in case they're listening, they need to tell their bass player to calm down. 
Vinny's not, the boss, man. You can't not, fuck around with Vinny. He's not adding anything except annoyance to the show. You, you, and your hatred towards bass players—not ba- not bass players. We are going to align one day when we all get off our asses and stop being lazy, <laughs> and we're going to have something to say back to you yeah. eventually. You guys can't afford gas money because you have to buy those expensive ass bass strings. So I'm pretty safe. No one's going to get to me for now. Like I said, sooner or later we'll organize. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, it was a great show. If they're coming to town. And you are 90s kids like us, or you just like good music. Played by old men. Played by <laughs> old, so old people. <laughs> um, I, go see it. I mean, even even if you don't like Seven Dust, it's worth going to see just to watch the drummer, Morgan. He yes. is a fucking bad man. Spot on. Fucking good Lord. Every nuance and all the old stuff he hit, every single symbol he hit in 1994. And you can tell he's gotten bored with it because he'll just throw in <laughs> other 800 mile per hour, uh, per hour double kick in a .5 second space. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. I love the whole coming clear from the right to left with both hands to <laughs> yeah. slap the fucking hi-hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so there's that. What are you listening to, Brian? The same thing you are, Clint. I find that very hard to believe. Well, the thing, all three or four you listed here, of course I went back to Horndel just to make sure we got our review right. And guess what? We did. We got it right. Confirmed. Um, some of that frail got stuff. Got a lot of really good fucking response on social media about those guys, too. That Rightly so. That does my, my heart good. And uh, I listened to a little, a little Seven Dust. Didn't do a ton of music this week, but Horndel for Shorndel. Horndel for Shorndel. Yeah. Well done. Uh yeah, I can say low dose, but I mean they've got all of less than ten minutes of music to listen to. But I did listen to it. <laughs> I I did that as well uh, a couple times because again I well anyways we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, I also did the horndle, uh not to make sure, but just to keep enjoying the awesome. I also went through with some frail. Uh, it's been noted here before we aren't the biggest purveyors of doom metal, but if you haven't heard frail f a f r mm, Three, two, one, F R A Y L E. Check it out. It is the good. It's the good. You got to call it female fronted? No. I know. You're not supposed to. But you did anyway. <laughs> no, I asked. Disappointed in you. I'm it's sorry. good stuff. Um, uh, we should have some news about them coming up here soon, too. Yeah, man. Uh, also, some Seven Dust and. Uh, one of my favorites put out an album last week that Brian doesn't want me to talk about, but he can't silence me. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of Claypool, Lennon, Delirium, because yeah. that shit is good. Mm. You want some old school sounding? Ah, man, you know what? Just turn it on. Push play. You'll don't, know in the first minute or so if you want to listen to it or not. Don't waste your fucking time it on is that garbage. awesomeness. There's not one good thing about that music. <laughs> not one. Maybe the bass riffs are good, but maybe that's about it. There's no maybe there. No vocals to be had, no <laughs> rhythms. It's awesome. Don't listen to Brian. He's a confirmed... Being honest, honest yes. Dumb shit. All right. We'll speaking, do that whole phone number thing. Speaking of dumb shits, let me make a bunch of weird noises and pretend like we're making a phone call. There you go. <laughs> Who we calling? Lodos. <laughs> Ring. Hot streak continues. He answered. <laughs> that was a whole lot of finger pointing. That was a whole lot of... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, we've got Mike... From Lodos on the phone. The guitar player. The guitar player from Lodos on the phone. What's Mike, going on, guys? How are you doing today? Good. How are y'all? Man, he's got a voice for no, radio. Just, he does. Feel... He sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. Even the laugh is yeah, perfect. That's is, fucking great. This is going to be great, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike. Um, Where are you coming to us from? 
in the world? Uh, the Port Richmond neighborhood of Philadelphia. All right. All right. The band, Lodos, the current band, Lodos. Uh, you're also in another band currently called... Plaque Marks. Plaque Marks. I always want to call it Plague Marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a mistake that's been made on flyers. So that's, <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty, yeah, <laughs> it's gone beyond just wanting to call it that. That sucks. Um, yeah, whatever. And then, <laughs> you know, to... It is a good sport. Right. So, Lodos <laughs> kind of started from the ashes of Fight Amp, if I understand things correctly. You want to kind of pick it up at the end of Fight Amp and bring us into how Lodos got going? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, it's kind of a long story. I keep it kind of brief, but, but you know, we, uh, the three, John and I were the two founding members of Fight Amp, and uh, our the drummer that carried over from Fight Amp to Lodos, uh, he was our longest tenured drummer at the end, and the three of us still wanted to play music together, but we just didn't want to do Fight Amp anymore um, because we were basically done done writing those songs and just you know what wanted a new project, but we liked playing music together and uh, we knew kind of the genre twist that we wanted to make, and we thought that Iteria would you know come or that she would uh you know that she was like a perfect fit for that, so. We basically ended it and had the idea for the new band at the same time. So you knew she was going to be your singer just right off the bat, just going into the thing you you had. You didn't. That have was to our search. top. That was our top choice. That we you know were hoping she would play guitar and sing in this new project we wanted to do, and uh, and it just so happened she was in a place where she was stoked to do it. So love it when a plan comes together, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I like the name. Where'd you come up with the name Lodos? It I can't was, believe uh, it wasn't taken. Right? <laughs> but uh, Yeah, right. I know that that was the biggest thing there for sure. Uh, I thought it would be, but, um, uh, we wrote almost the entire album before we even had a band name. And we have, I could go back through email chains and there are probably hundreds of names that we threw out there before we landed on Lodos. So it was a process of elimination <laughs> for sure. Right. It took us a while, took us a while to get there. And that was just the one that stuck. And we kind of like, you know, the ambiguous meaning, uh, you can kind of put your own meaning into it, but it kind of has like a dark connotation if you want it to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And how would you describe you guys' sound? Sounds like you had a pretty specific thing in mind when you got started with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we still wanted to play heavy punk, but kind of wanted to leave the more, uh, a- any hints of metal that, like, Fight Amp had, we kind of wanted to, like, leave that behind a little bit and, and tread more into, uh, you know, a little bit more, like, dark punk or post-punk here and there, you know, uh, but still mixed with, like, the heavy, you know, st- still some, like, heavy sludgy vibes. So I'd say uh, I'd say you're pretty close to fucking nailing that. I'd probably trade you yeah, out some right of the punk references for a little bit of grunge, but splitting hairs, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, that's definitely in there for sure. Uh, it, I think that's just kind of what comes out naturally. And same same with like the noise rock stuff. It's just right. It's just a, that's just what we make. Like uh, we're not really aiming for a genre. We're just writing the songs yeah. and then describing describing it after we write the songs. So <laughs> yeah. all, all, all those monikers work. Which is probably the way it should be done, right? You can't really go in. I, ho- I hope so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you being the guitar player, how much of these? Are you the only guitar player? No, Terry also plays guitar, okay. but uh, not on every song. We kind of do like a. She kind of does like a PJ Harvey type of thing, where sometimes the guitar is on, sometimes it's off. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, writing the songs. How do you guys go about that? Is that is that your is that mostly on your plate there or? Uh. 
Not really. Um, I do a lot of demoing where I'm sitting right now, you know, doing this with you guys. Like I have like a small, like mini home studio in my basement. And, uh, so when any of us have, have ideas, we generally come down here and, you know, record some bass and guitar and like program like a drum machine behind it. And then we, you know, trade the demo back and forth until, you know, the ideas like solidify and then we'll play them in the practice space. So, um, we all contribute ideas, you know, and then we just, you know, it's, it's pretty much a group effort to morph it into the song that it becomes. So cool. So it's, uh, it gets passed around a lot before you guys are ever actually playing it in the same room. It sounds like, yeah. I mean, we all like come down to the basement and like record it together. Like, you know, demo wise. And then we'd pass the demo around and, uh, kind of all learn it and then get in the room after we've already like learned the, the basics of it. Not, not every time we've, we've like just some of the songs that are on the record, we just jammed out in the space. It's, we don't really have one specific process, but I, we've definitely turned into a band that uses demoing a lot. It seems like it'd be a good way to go about it. That way everybody can kind of get their fingers in and see what they think about it. Yeah. And also it's just like, honestly, it, once I started doing things this way, like uh, my output just went way up. Like I, I lose less ideas. I yes. used to lose a lot of ideas. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I don't anymore because now if I have it, I can just get down here and, you know, I have a folder sitting on my computer just with, you know, tons of ideas just sitting in it ready yeah, to go. I have that, three know, or four having, files. Having, yeah, just called random <laughs> riffs, right? It's just you, you, you're yeah, having exactly. a slow day and you, you open, open that file and hope something in there sparks. Something. Yep, the same process. That's exactly right. Yep. yep. Yeah, and it's definitely made the output go up. I lose less ideas. Just that in and of itself is, you know, proof that it's an awesome way to do things for sure. I've seen it written, and I've heard you say it, and I still am worried I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. What What's her name? Iteria. 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 Okay. Is she, you know, it's assumed that with her being the vocalist that the lyrics are hers? On the record, let me think. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly sure that eight out of the ten songs she wrote the lyrics for. Uh, John, our bass player, wrote the lyrics for one song, and Dan, our drummer, wrote the lyrics for one song. So the lyrics so. are the only thing you're not bothering with, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're all they're all better lyricists than I am. So. <laughs> So, I have no problem taking a backseat on that one. Can you tell us a little about uh, about the lyrical content? Is there any kind of themes? Is it is it personal stuff? Is it just pulling shit out of, out of the air? Or? Yeah, uh, most of what Iteria wrote is about a relationship that she was in, a long-term relationship, a marriage that pretty much uh, went south like right as we were writing the record. So Ooh. she was writing about it as it happened. So it's, it's yeah, it's pretty heavy and personal. I, you know, I can't really speak for her right. too much, but... But that's definitely the prevailing theme. Not every song is about that, but I'd say 75% of the record is. There's the silver lining, right? You got something terrible happen. Make something good out of it. You can, at least you can turn it into a, a song someone else can relate to. Yeah, man. That's what she did, yep. for sure. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Back to you. How did you, uh, you get started with guitar, I guess? I was young. I think I started playing guitar at like 12 or something like that. Um, I don't know. I think my parents just encouraged me. Uh, I don't think they knew what they were doing because <laughs> I definitely went down a path and never stopped. <laughs> so, whoops. Uh, I kind of don't even really remember. I, I think I started playing guitar at like 12 on an acoustic, just plucking around. And then I liked it and kept no, going. No so, one, no one sticks out in your mind as back in the day as, you know, someone you looked up to as far as a guitarist or that you were like, man, I want to, you know, I want to sound like that. Cause you, of course 
just because you're a guitar player uh, doesn't mean you have to play punk metal rock or something. You could have you could have went and played classic or country, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyways, it's hard to say because I was all over the place. I was still discovering music. I was so young that like I don't really even at at 12 years old. I don't really even know if I knew what I liked that much yet. Um, other than you know, I remember really digging like Black Sabbath and Nirvana and stuff yeah. like that, uh, which I still love. Uh, but you know, um. So just stuff like that. There, like I was never like really into like the hero worship stuff. So okay. I just, you know, just kind of wanted to play guitar. And I, I, if people wrote good songs, I they stuck with me. <laughs> good songs are good. <laughs> so the 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 actual recording of this new album you guys got coming out. How long has that been done? We got a final master, uh, probably like March or April of last year, <laughs> and then we sat. We sat on it a little bit and shopped it around. Got a few offers like from a few labels, and they were just decent. And we decided to go down the path we were, which was you know do the split release between my label and Brutal Panda. That uh, seems like the perfect segue into talking about said label. What was the uh, <laughs> Knife Hit Records, I believe? Yeah, Knife Hits is my my label. You know, with assists from you know the other members of Lodos and people that were in fight amp in the past and uh close friends of ours and all but uh, i've i've turned into the you know main the main manager of it so what's the uh i guess what's the plan with that going forward is that just mainly a vehicle for low dose or do you have uh more grand plans i i definitely have bigger plans now which is really cool i've wanted to do it for a while and doing this low dose record i pretty much was able to set up uh like an infrastructure yeah. finally because you know I've, I've it's been really sporadic sometimes i'll do a release or a split release or a tape haven't done vinyl in years but this is like full you know every format like I, you know i have distribution now um so the infrastructure is all sitting there ready to roll and the low dose record is doing well so now i'm definitely like all right what's next i have a couple plans <laughs> Bring it like, on. I, you know I, I have a couple plans they're not totally concrete yet so i um, you know, I probably not shouldn't really talk about them until I know for sure that they're happening. But yeah. but there's going to be more from Knife Hits coming right around the corner, which I'm I've wanted to do it for years, and I'm really stoked that I'm getting it done. Awesome, you know, between that yeah. and the band, and I, I I guess what is a normal day like for for Mike? <laughs> I I you know I usually like I told you guys before I, I bartend nights uh, at a music venue here, Kung Fu Necktie, and um, <laughs> you know. Usually get up and I do something like this to start, you know, drink coffee and work on label and band stuff, uh, you know, demo some songs. That's what my days are usually like. And then I, you know, I go bartend at night. So every every day you're 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 just keeping just writing. I'm pretty just much every day fully immersed in music. Yeah, I do something for one of one my avenue, two yeah. bands or or the label definitely every single day, and it's usually at least a couple hours of work every single day for sure. I'm a little bit jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> should should yeah, we, it's cool. So sometimes it's a, it's a bit hectic. I was gonna know? say, should we be jealous or should we feel sorry for you right now that you have to? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any good shows recently there at Kung Fu Necktie? That could that I mean uh, that could help you out with the, the label, right? Someone comes through that's unsigned, and you're like, hey, these guys are good. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I also, like I see tons of friends from the road uh, c- come through and play. You know, so constantly seeing like you know buddies that i've you know from other cities and everything 
that are coming through and touring because it, you know, it's a good spot for touring bands to hit. So, mm-hmm. well, I guess as far as shows go, you guys, I know you guys have been getting a really positive response for Lodos and everything so far. You guys have to have played out a little bit at this point, right? We have played six shows. Yeah, that's it. I would <laughs> I would have bet on a few more of those. Yeah. I know that you guys have got a tour lined up, and wow, I do believe we'll be seeing you here in Columbus next month. Yep, April. that's on uh, April sixth, I think. Oh God, I wouldn't have been able to come up with the date if you'd pay me. I just wanted to talk <laughs> about the tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, so you guys, that's mainly an East Coast thing, if I recall right, right? Yeah, we're like dipping our toe into the Midwest, like Chicago, Detroit. Yeah, you know, but uh. Mostly Northeast. And overall, you know, the six shows and uh, the the songs that you guys have released on Spotify and all that fun stuff, it, it really does seem like there's a, a really positive response to everything. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's, you know, exceeded my expectations. So that's pretty awesome. And we're a young new band. So it's like, you know, the there's still like a high ceiling, which is awesome. So we're going to put this record out and do this tour. and see what comes next and i mean uh, we're already you know sitting on demos for almost half half of the second record nice. so you know just gonna just gonna keep rolling and if people like it they like it right so. having two bands how do you decide who gets what riff do you sit down and say uh, i'm gonna write for this one or i'm gonna write for this one or after you yeah know? yeah i definitely do that because like there's a uh there's enough of a stylistic difference between the two bands okay. that it's it, it's, it's pretty easy. I mean, Plaque <laughs> Marks is Plaque Marks is way n- grittier and noisier and you know nasty and uh, Low Dose has elements of that, but it's 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 pretty easy to know. So okay. kind of happens naturally. Okay. Nice. Uh, which again, it's, it's kind of going back to the whole writing process. It seems like if it didn't happen naturally, you'd almost be doing it wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, with you guys being a relatively young band and you know only six shows in so far, the album and tour and everything coming out, you know, on one hand, there's a whole bunch of positive response. On the other hand, any kind of anxiety about things as as the as the ball gets rolling in earnest? I would say no, just because you know, I mean, we're all seasoned enough at this point. You know, fight amp for twelve years and like you know we paid our dues in that band. Uh, Iteria was in legendary divorce and, you know, uh, they didn't really tour too much, but she, she did a tour, uh, filling in on bass for creepoid. So we all have like experience and know that like, you know, if people respond to something positively, you, you know, you, you keep giving it to them. And if not, like, you know, there's no pressure to, uh, there's no pressure to go out there and give people something that they don't want. So we're just going to write music and put it out and just let things happen the way they happen. If they don't like it, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it seems like people do like right. it. So it's not really a, it's not not really a problem we have to worry about. So. Yeah. This sounds almost negative in a positive way, but it's just I, I was talking with Brian about this before we got to talking with you that it's just weird that there's so much positive about you guys. There it it's just not something you see all that often, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think a lot of it just has to do with like, just that we like took our time and I think the pedigree of like our ex bands, like some of the people that gravitated towards us without even hearing songs, you know, like we just, I, I think that helped a lot that there was like people there being like, Hey, we love your ex band. So we have faith that this is going to be awesome. So by the time any, you know, 
new fans came along, like I think that they saw that there was already this like, you know, there were people there that had genuine excitement for it. And uh, I think that, you know, when you see people doing that, it, it's a little easier for you to be like, hey, there must be something to this. So I should check it out. So, yeah, I think we were lucky enough just to kind of already have that little like support structure there just from X bands and stuff like that. Since, uh, as you mentioned, you got, you know, obviously Lodos is new, but you aren't new to the stage and, and all that good stuff. Is there any, any good road or fan stories or any, any of that good, you know, the, the, the rock life stories that you can, you can throw out at us? Here? I mean, there's a good m- or bad. I, yeah. You pick. <laughs> uh, th- yes, there's a million of them. And it's funny. Every time I'm asked this question and put on the spot, I can never really think <laughs> of the one to tell. Uh, I mean, I, you know, what about there at Kung Fu Necktie? You got to have a bunch of stupid shit happening there on the regular, right? Constantly. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, constantly. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, like, that place is uh, sometimes it's completely orderly and everything is as smooth as possible, and other times it turns into the Wild West. So, <laughs> Which uh, club do you prefer, the Wild West or the orderly one? I like that it's both, for sure. As soon as uh, you get bored, then someone's throwing a beer bottle in someone's head and then all yeah, of a sudden uh, it suits suits my lifestyle too you know <laughs> if it if it didn't have the wild west vibe i uh probably wouldn't be able to you know go on tour whenever i want and you know and then come back and still have a job so <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's, you know. so uh, i guess to bring it back to lodos here and the album what uh you say you shopped it around for damn near a year it seems like right uh, how was the uh I know you said you got a couple offers, but just what was that whole process like? We shopped it around for probably like six months because um, we didn't we didn't have a final. We basically like we recorded it at the end of 2017, and then I we basically like got a mix, and then I went right on tour with Plaquemark. So we I didn't want to be judging mixes and masters like while I was in the band. I wanted to be able to do it from home, so we kind of hit the pause button and then I got back from plaque marks tour in, in like the end of December. And then we like finished the mix, put it into the mastering process and, uh, took a few passes at it. And we had a final master by like, it was like April or something like that. And then we decided to be a little bit, we're like, Hey, let's just give this a fair shot and just show it to some people. Um, it was cool. Like that, you know, there were a lot of labels were like really stoked. Um, but a lot of them were, you know, just kind of offering things that I was like, you know, I, I could do that or better uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on night pits. So if someone, we kind of just had this mentality of like, if if someone, you know, wants to offer something that blows us out of the water, awesome. But we were really adamant about owning the rights and, uh, you know, and, and cutting out middlemen where we could, just because we have enough experience with putting records out and all to know that. The ones that have done the the ones that did best for Fight Amp are the ones that we own the rights to. So, you know, that's a that was a very important thing. We didn't want to give too much away, and uh, yeah, that's where we landed. But a- everyone that showed genuine interest, like you know, I was very flattered by that. You know, even though we didn't end up going with some of those labels, it seems like that would be a that would be a nerve wracking process. People just constantly judging, getting what, your feelings hurt, Clint. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. It's, it's, yeah, I was gonna say it's a little nerve wracking, but. At the same time, uh, I think in the current age that uh, the whole like label model is like a little bit outdated. Right. And 
we kind of, you know, so it, at the same time, I, I kind of was like, there was like no stress because I always had in my mind that like, you know, we could do this, you know, we, we could have knife hits pick, pick up the, the torch and brutal Panda who have always been there for, for fight amp and, uh, and our, you know, personal friends of ours, like even from the beginning, we're like, Hey, you know, we could do this split release thing if you, if it comes down to it. So that was always kind of there and I wasn't really sweating it too much, but just wanted to give it a fair shot just to see, you know? Right. It seems to make sense. You'll give it a fair yeah. swing and then, you know, knowing that you could pull it off yourself in the end, if need be. All feedback is good feedback. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I suppose it shouldn't be overlooked. What, uh, even though it seems to be that you're full Lotos right now, uh, Mark's got anything coming up, anything, in the in the hopper that we should know about yeah we uh we've been like so sometime like i think it was last fall we recorded like all the initial tracks for our first full length because all we have out all plaque marks has it out right now is an ep um so we've been mixing and still like recording some stuff for that but we're like 95 percent done our first full length like about to have a final mix like anytime now man and uh just one after another with it boom 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 that's cool man yeah well yeah as soon as uh as soon as the lotus like cycle wraps up and we you know and uh all the all the other guys in plaque marks have full-time other full-time bands as well as soon as we all like find the mutual time we're gonna fin finish the record you know, find find the right avenue for release, whether it's knife hits or something else, uh, and then we'll tour on that. So, but I'm super super stoked on the record. It's I I can't wait to show that to people after, you know, after this low dose one. After, yeah, sure. Yeah, given everything, it's proper due and everything. Yep. And I, I guess one more time, since we're kind of directly talking about it now, how would you describe plaque marks? Because I mean, obviously, we've got the uh, we you know we use right on as the intro and outro for the show today, but not actually using any plaque marks music. So just to give people a kind of better idea of what you got going on there. Fucked up noise rock. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up noise rock. That's uh we don't want none of that plain noise rock. No, we no, want no. the fucked up. We want up. the fucked up <laughs> guys. I don't either. I don't I, I don't I don't want the plain noise rock. I want fucked up noise rock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um we're actually gonna try something kinda new for us with you today since right. you seem new for us, not new for people interviewing people because right. we're not that creative. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give you, you know, we're do, we're gonna do a rapid fire round here and I got let's see, about nine or so things to throw at you. you rapid know. fire kinda in theory, but again, if you wanna run with anything <laughs> and be goofy about it, feel free. All right, All so right, yeah, right I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you two words obviously. Pick one with the whichever one you would choose or stands out most. So here we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Toilet paper, under or over? Over. Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Hammett or Hetfield? <laughs> Hetfield. Beer or liquor? Oh, man, beer. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. The woods or the ocean? The woods. Fall or spring? Fall. Nailed it. Those are all right answers. Yes. <laughs> Because they I weren't agree. wrong. Yeah, those, those are all really easy, except for maybe beer or liquor, because, you know, they go hand in hand. <laughs> one in yeah. one hand and some in the other. Right. Gotcha, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll probably, like I said, you're the, kind of the first go around with that, and we'll, uh, that, that'll probably be an evolving list there. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's fun. I like that. It's fun to throw <laughs> yeah, at people. Awesome. By the way, over is the correct answer to the toilet paper. I mean, that does have a right and wrong answer, and over is the correct I answer. 
I totally agree. In fact, I'd say every single answer I gave was just <laughs> definitely 100% correct. Bat in a thousand. Bat in a thousand. <laughs> all uh, right. Other than that, we're going to get you out on the, the one staple for all these conversations that we have, the, the kind of trophy. Uh, you're shipped off to an island for the rest of your life, but whoever's shipping you there was nice enough to give you a sound system and something to play an album through. What would that album be? One album? Yep. Uno albumo. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, I hate this question, by the way. <laughs> Everyone uh, does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people will nail it, like, right? They'll, you'll ask it, and before we can even take a breath, they're like, bam, this is it. Yeah, I'm, like, one of those, like, I don't have, like, favorite albums. Like, I go in and out with stuff, you know right. what I mean? So, yep. I don't know. Like, see, you, people like you are my favorite version of this because it, now we get to yank something out of you whether you like it or not yeah yeah, yeah i hear you for sure nirvana in utero okay can't go wrong with that that's yeah. i mean you've been listening to it for 20 some years now <laughs> yeah it's still there so i get you know like uh, i was gonna go like something like maybe like beggar's banquet or like rolling stones or something like that but i, I feel like i would more likely hate a Rolling Stones record after listening to it that I many would. times and like a Nirvana record. So right. that's that's the preface for answering it that way. <laughs> so the trend is, yeah, people typically take something soothing, like a, what last week it was an acoustic album yeah. or like just just jazz or something, something without lyrics or, you know, something that you could kind of interpret on your own. Uh, right. Yeah, But uh, I, I, nope, you're too late. Well, too late. If, if I can't change my answer, <laughs> fine. But if I could, I would actually say Neil Young Harvest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, something like that's That's a pretty... Well, not that exact album, but that route is kind of popular with... You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. As of late. Good island music. Uh, but hey, man, Mike, we appreciate I it. Still, good. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I was going to say, I, I still feel like no matter what you brought, you'd eventually be like, I fucking hate this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to hear Drain Me one more time. Yeah, exactly, you know. Mike... Uh, that's all we got for you, That's man. all we got, man. Thanks for playing right. along. Awesome. We appreciate you taking yeah. some time out of your Saturday. I know it's not actually yeah. you know, getting up early for you to deal with this, I guess is the way we could phrase it. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. After a That's night, good. This after is, Friday yeah, night at I'm the bar. I'm just sitting here chugging coffee. So. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Adding to the, the, the rapid fire, how do you drink your coffee? Black. My like guy. your soul, Clint. <laughs> Jeez, OP. <laughs> all right. Great talking to you guys. Yes, right, man. we Have appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you here. Uh, the album is out for pre-order now. We'll have links in the post. Awesome. Listen, enjoy, and catch them on tour. Bye-bye. All right. See you later, guys. See you, man. I tell you what, if if none of his bands work, he's got a, a job in radio or something. He's got, <laughs> he's got the voice he's for it. He's got a voice for sure. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Do books we, on tape or something. The 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 short answers can be fun sometimes. You get to cover a lot more ground. Right. That was that was interesting. The uh the rapid fire worked out. That that was that'll be fun to move it on. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm super excited. I am pre ordering my copy of their album as soon as we're done with all this day. <laughs> I'm looking day. forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to them when they're here, apparently April sixth, because he had that nailed down, didn't yeah. he? And yeah, uh yeah, yeah. good stuff. Check it out. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, there's th there's three we three songs three on songs Spotify. Yeah, and they to. I think all three of those songs kind of give you a good idea of where it's a, going. An extreme for everything that they're going to do on the album. It. I'm really looking forward to it in earnest. That that's thanks to them. Yes, we're, we're going to move along. We are moving along. So Guar's in the news. Um, Beefcake. They don't come up as much as you would think that 
at least I would. Well, think. you know, kind of going back to the Seven Dust conversation, they're they're old. Right. They're, the original singer died a few years ago, and people are quitting. And th- he's not the first. Th- they're all named Beefcake. Right. He, he's put on the same. Right. Shit and- he's not the first one to quit. The uh, the kind of amusing thing here is the be- that the Beefcake is the basis. He's quit. Right. Way. You you want me to. You want to take the stage here for a second? Make no, fun of bass players again for a little bit. Mm-mm. You sure? Mm-mm. You fucking bassist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's quitting to focus on his driving career because currently Beefcake drives tour buses and you guessed it, school buses. School buses. If I knew that my kids were riding to school with one of the dudes from Gore, I would go to school with them every day <laughs> and walk home. Not because I was scared of it, but because that's just a whole new kind of fucking awesome. Do you think the kids, does he have a big picture of beefcake up there? Like, this is, <laughs> I can only hope, So they man. behave, you know, like, this is me when I'm not this driving is, this bus. You don't want to make me angry. Yeah. That was, I, you can only hope. It maybe just brings the mask and hangs it from the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wears it while he's driving. <laughs> full garb, full setup. Just, full loincloth. Just beefcake driving down the road. Oh, my God, that would be Which one is he? What's he look like? Does he got the big chompers? No, I don't think. No, 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 no. Oh. No. I don't even know which one he is. He that's fucking hilarious. He's quitting Guar to drive a school bus. I mean, good for him and all those all you know, we'll pretend like I said all the right things because I'm not actually trying to be negative about him or anything, but you just gotta admit that's that's pretty funny. That's good. Or ironic, maybe. I- ironic it ironic. is. Ironic. Uh speaking of irony. People do not want to be in Machine Head, and they want to make it clear that they have no intention of it. This is our weekly Machine Head update. Yeah. Uh, Craig Lasitero. Who is friends with Rob and has been for a long time. He does also, not want to be his employee. He's Yes, and he's that's verbatim. He says he's not going to be says Rob's. everyone ever. Right. <laughs> he's <laughs> not going to be Rob's employee because Machine Head, and this is you know what this guy's saying. Machine Head is obviously Rob's thing. It's his band at this point. He even goes on to say that you know that him and Rob are really good friends, and Rob knows he's made some mistakes and all these fun things along the way. But he also is adamant about, no, I'm not joining Machine Head. I'm not playing guitar with Rob in this band. I am going to stick with Dress my band, yeah. Dress the Dead. He's going to see that through. And but he he played a show or something, right? Not where this came from. I think they played in a band together or some shit. Yeah. So I could probably look at the story and get the actual info. Way to. Way to stick to your guns, Craig. Yes. <laughs> Way to make the right choice. Because, I mean, that, that would be hard, though. I never mean, heard Dress the Dead. That would be hard. Like, is, do I... I mean, I could go be in, in Machine Head and play, for sure, play shows to... Which, apparently, they've yeah. already started... You know, Rob and the bass player have already started... Well, Rob has already started writing new shit. Should that be our, our Would You Rather? Would you rather have a semi-successful band or be in? <laughs> I think we've had? we've already done something like that. <laughs> it had to do with uh, what another favorite punchline of ours, um, David Silvera. Mm. Yeah, and Core Ten. Speaking of David Silvera, Phil Anselmo <laughs> is in the news. Speaking of another, <laughs> oh man, uh, Phil Anselmo. He's from Pantera, and Was. some illegals and some rituals. And a lot of damn bands, <laughs> and and now in minor, in, in minor, right? And this has been kind of his long gestating, uh, softer project. I don't know, slower, more mellow 
project. He compares it to the Cure and things Sisters like of, that. Sisters, Sisters of Mercy, Mercy and Have Mercy, Have Mercy. Uh, and he talks about how painful and all this stuff is to him, and how you know, on one hand it's, he says he doesn't know if it'll ever come out, and then on the other hand he says it's going to come out sooner or later. It's not party music. It's not good time music. And darkest, heaviest, most miserable shit. Most miserable shit I've ever written. There you go. Was it now you've got a fill voice? Yeah. Okay. Listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he uh Pantera was another thing I got a hard run on this week, but we're already past that segment, aren't we? <laughs> um yeah, he's been talking about this for a long time. It I wanna hear it just because I've been hearing about it for what seems like a decade now. And he says he's already got it recorded. He says it. I think he says it. It was recorded and finished like two years ago or something like that. He just hasn't actually put it out yet. Well, man, I've been having a lot of surgery. No, I think he's done with most of the surgeries. Says he thinks the musicianship is great and that, like you know, with this project, like all of his other projects, when he's when he's going for it, he goes a thousand percent because that's the only fucking way he knows. Uh, speaking of ways and knowing the ways, <laughs> you are the worst. I'm gonna find my way into this mastodon story coming go. up next. Let's have some fun with this. This uh, is this is so stupid. It's a classic mix-up of uh, old dinosaur and old dinosaur band. Um, I think it's actually the social media thing. That, <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand what the mix-up was. I don't either. They she was not. There's a mother not meant to f- contact the great of a mastodon. child who was trying to get a job and was promised a job by, I think, the Mastodon social media thing, which I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that actually is? No. Neither do I. Okay. I, that either it's, like a, it's like a Facebook, is that what you're saying? It's like I a whole thing to itself? Yeah, I think so. That's my understanding. Neither one of us actually know. We should look at this. Yeah, so it's like a Facebook. We've done the Googling. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> there was probably an awkward uh, uh, cut there, but right. uh, we had to figure out what this thing was. It appears to be like, it's for all you younger people laughing at us old people right now, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, it appears to be like Facebook or something like that, but with less rules. But anyway, so we're not on there. They so contact the band, it. cussing them out for This mother them. contacts the band because she felt like they She's a mother. She, it's not like a motherfucker. It's like a, this mother. Right. This yes. mother <laughs> person contacted the, well, she thought she was contacting the Mastodon social platform people because- she thought that they had offered her son a job and then rescinded it. And she goes on a fucking tirade to, turns out Bill from Mastodon is uh, looking at their Facebook page and responding to her. She goes on a tirade uh, of well-spelled things, saying things like, (laughs) (laughs) see, I knew you'd think this was better. (laughs) Why, why, why? Fuck, fuck, fuck. You are nothing but dirty. Fuck you, you dirty cumbags. You, cumbags, yeah. You should be a, a space shamed yeah. of yourself. You know social media can be, this is all, every word is capitalized. All caps. No, every word is capitalized. That's not in all caps. Oh. Every word starts with a capital letter. But you'd have to do that. Right. You know social media can be such a helpful way to ruin someone's Fame, you damn mother futchers. Yeah, mother futchers. <laughs> As to Bill, the social media bitch, replies, Oh, quit it. You're too hard on Bill. Wow, Carol. You work with children? What's up with the foul language? Why would you send us such a message? <laughs> like a true Bill. Like He's a true Bill. Bill. Leave Bill alone, man. 
It goes on. I can, I'm not gonna read that. Well, I can include the link if if you want me to on this. No, one. it's but, more uh, fun to have you read it. <laughs> no, I don't work with children. Uh, you offered him a job. You come bags. Come bags. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's funny how if you just put an S in front of that, it's less offensive. Right. But in the, I guess a big takeaway here is it goes on to say that it is Bill that's responding to you. If he's responding on social th- media. I don't think that's the big takeaway at all. I think it's all just fucking funny. Well, that's the rest of the, the whole last paragraph is about how you're at that level of success that that actual band member is responding. Oh, so yeah, he's trying sure. to give them a nod and a, hey, how do you do? You know? God. Yeah. I mean, Bill's a good guy. Yeah. Brian may hate him, but I love him. I don't hate him. You I hate just him. He's just the Bill of the group you is all. You hate him. You told me off air that you he's hate fine. him. He's fine. He's fine. His guitar's kind of cool. Guitar's kind of awesome. Um, and upcoming tours. And upcoming tours. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. You you really want to go to this? I would go if you were driving, yeah. I would not go. I mean... Corn uh, puts on a great show. I wouldn't like 80% of what they played, but they put on a fucking great show. Corn and Allison Chains are teaming up. They've got some other bands with them, but I didn't mark them down, and I can't remember who they were. Yeah. They're coming to a bunch of amphitheaters, and... I mean, if it was coming to Columbus, yeah, I'd go, but I'm not traveling for that. Especially, they're playing the same place that the Foo Fighters played last year. That means that Corn and Allison Chains have to be there together to fill that place up when the Foo Fighters did it by themselves. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not driving two hours for that. Again, if it was coming here, I would go. We could go to the Cincy to kind of change it up. You know? Okay, I'm it's not a, driving an hour and a half for that. It's a better, it's a better drive for no sure. No way, not doing it. But I mean, it would be cool if it was coming to town. I would go if it was coming here, but I'm not traveling for that. Yeah. I'm sure tickets are super reasonable too. <laughs> yeah, they're probably eighty bucks for shitty ones. Lawn seats. But yeah, I mean that's that's a cool mashup. I think, even though I'm, yeah, as I said, neither one of us are really corn fans as we sit here. But I wonder what the split's going to be like, like set wise. There, it is a co-headlining tour, right? So but I mean, an hour each or something. That would. That makes me want to go less. <laughs> I, w- I would actually drive myself if Fieldy did, did not show up. So I have to hear that clicky garbage of his. <laughs> you and your base hating <laughs> bullshit, man. You hate him too. Don't act like you don't. I don't hate him. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I just Fucking don't worst like him. Basis across the board. And doesn't he do like face paint now too? Oh, yeah, he's always been a base player. But, <laughs> okay. If I ever paint my face, you have full <laughs> permission to punch me in said face. And then get paint on my hands? Okay. In the back of the head. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the back of the head, reviews. And the reviews. Reviews. <laughs> what do you want to do here? Huh? What you want to go? You want me to go? You uh, want to go? Did you play the sounder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. Bad. Yeah. Did not hold my interest whatsoever and uh even the riffage do we even name what we're reviewing we have not we're we're reviewing the new mark morton solo album called anesthetic anesthetic it uh it features a different singer on each song and tons of big name well people from big bands you might not know who they are but you know who their band is um, you know, most notably, of course, Chester Chester Biddington right. on track one. Starts with Chester on track one and finishes with the dude from Lamb of God on and, the last track. And Elise or whatever and, from... Uh, uh, Elisa, yeah, from... Um, Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy. Thank God you could remember that because I wasn't going to come up with it. So there was maybe a couple good riffs, but it it is not 
I wouldn't I wouldn't call it metal, most of it. I it just sounded like a bunch of radio rock to me. I will not listen to it ever again. I uh, which sucks because I have to say that I love Mark. Right. And I love Lamb of God, but right. I hate his solo album. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mark. I know you're listening. I've got a slightly different take, but go ahead and give me a, a, a rate on it. One shit. Ooh. You Udo get, you get one, one. That one shit is just for you being Mark Morton, other than that. You go five to one in back-to-back yeah. weeks. Man, yeah. you are setting new lows every day. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be as harsh, but I, at the same time, I echo the sentiment. All the... All the things that were supposed to be aggressive, like the Chester Bennington songs, fine. Uh, I kind of dug the the hard rockish vibe on the song with Miles um, Kennedy. I think his name is dude from Alderbridge. And I, oh god, that was so terrible. I like it. I like it. I had to look up who that was. Who who was singing this awful song? To me I right like now. it. I like his voice. I thought it was pretty all right. And just real, he also. It's not just the vocals. He also has guest drummers and other bunch of. If you want, you know. I think the whole band around him solid. Is it? I think the whole. I, th- I saw something that said on this song, so and so did the just the drums. Okay, I could so. be wrong. I could be wrong. But it's not. I don't. But the thing, the takeaway is not just the stingers that are that are people from places that are people from places, <laughs> as opposed to the people who aren't from anywhere. Who are from nowheres. <laughs> the the really good stuff on here. There's like two or three that are really good. One of them is the song with Mark Lanigan because it's Mark Lanigan, and if you fuck that up. You've, you're trying. It, it's it's a really mellow thing, and it's Mark Lanigan, and it's excellente. It's like the third or fourth track on the album. It's really good. And then towards the back, there's a real bluesy. Um, okay, the third track is the one with Lanigan, and I could happily do a whole fucking album of that. It's it's got the mellow thing. It's got his good guitar riffage. You know, he's just because most of this is that hard rock kind of generic sound doesn't mean that. There aren't still shiny spots where he's obviously a great fucking guitar player because there's a touch of that and everything. Um, but yeah, overall, it's it's a lot of like B side log riffs, Lamb of God riffs, except for the stuff that is. And there's that song with fucking the dude from Buck Cherry. Like, oh my God, Jacob did or something. What, what the hell? No, just... That was Jacob. That's the the dude from. Papa Roach. Oh, how does this happen? Jacoby. But the the, the real the takeaway is going to be go to see Moontooth. Yes. <laughs> if you if they're coming around you, go to the show to see Moontooth cuz that will be worth it. I do want to shout out the one other fucking song that really stood out to me. The Mark Lanigan song is called Axis and then there's a song uh number 8 called Reveal. Wow. Female singer whose name I will destroy if I try to pronounce it, so I'm not going to. It's beautiful. It's great. It's got a real bluesy, almost swing vibe to it. When this dude's actually doing stuff that is completely different than his day job, I guess you could call it, I think it comes off really well. The the slower, more moody type shit. It, I, I guess I should have said that, too. The music is great. It's right. just not great. It's just not what I'm into. The songs aren't bad if you like that stuff right i guess I, I should say that too the these two that i want to specifically point out the, the lanigan song and the this uh reveal song with the female singer who again I, i'm only calling her that because i could not pronounce her name if you gave me money for it they're really good and they're completely left field they're completely different than anything you've ever heard this dude do 
And I would love to hear a whole album of that type of shit. As opposed to those two songs kind of being the bright lights on an album that's like 80% filler. <laughs> 20% killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will go, since I liked it just a little bit more than you, I'll go 1.5 shits. Ooh. Scale, of course, being... 1 to 5. 1 to 5. Zero, 0 to 5. 5 being those shit. 0 being God save me from hearing this. <laughs> God save me from hearing this. That should be our band name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, we got a Would You Rather for that ass. Oh, boy, we haven't done this in a while. Woo! Give it to me. Uh, give it to me, baby. Uh, well, I'm going to take something away. I'm not going to give oh. you anything. You are just a negative Nancy today. So, would you rather... say, you know I'm in the middle of my sober month, right? Would you rather give up pizza or sex? And the sex thing being you have a girlfriend or a wife that you enjoy making the loves with, okay? So this isn't like, well... I'm already not having sex. I don't know if you are, but I'm just saying you currently are in a relationship that you just love to bang away, okay? So okay. you got to give that up. All right. Or pizza until the new Tool album comes out. Which uh, I believe they've set a date for that finally. Uh, okay. Never. So now, <laughs> I was going to say, so now you're buying it? <laughs> it's, it's officially been announced that it's never actually coming out. Yeah. Okay. This is your brainchild. Go first. I know what mine is. Um, give up pizza. Or sex. Pizza. Me too. Pizza. I'm not the pizza fanatic that the rest of you people are. I love, I love beef and pizza, but... It, 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 will, it would be tough because we order it you know, once a week or something around here. Like, If I just didn't make it or didn't go somewhere and have it, it's easy, right? But it'll right. be in your face. But there's other stuff in your face that's fun, too. <laughs> and could, this could go on forever. You could never that, have pizza yeah, again. Yeah, but you can't put hot sauce on that. That's why See she what I did screamed. There? Okay. All right. So that wasn't very fun because we agreed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, did, we purposely didn't talk it out beforehand <laughs> so that it would be spontaneous and it was a complete fucking elevator fart. Let us know. <laughs> sex or pizza. Just a comment on, on a post that just says sex or pizza. No other yeah. words around Let's it. Just make this as weird as possible. <laughs> and we'll, we'll know what you're talking about. No one else will because no one else listens. <laughs> I'm threatening. You know what? I'm not actually going to do it, but I'm going to threaten it. Okay. I will eventually have a gear geeking for my new rat pedal if when... Don't point at me. Should. I didn't do anything. I ever get to fucking play it, which should happen shortly. There's a, uh, a Craigslist ad right now for a bass player looking that has a picture, and his picture is his rat pedal. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to know he has one already. I do have a rat pedal. And pedo. he's ready to be in I, your band. I'm ready to rock. All right. And we are on social media. We are on all of the social medias, except for the Mastodon platform that we learned about just a little bit ago. Uh, we're on <laughs> the Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, find us, like us, follow us. We've got shirts on Amazon. Yeah. Lou will not buy one. But Damn you, Lou. We do have them there. You should buy one. Lodos in the background. If you're around Lou, show her your fucking epitome of stupidity shirt and say, look, I bought this. Now mm -hmm. I have one. No. Lodos in the background taking us out. We have an email. It's eostupidity at gmail. Find us on all the other fucking podcast platforms and subscribe and follow us there too because you love us and we love you right back. And if you're listening the the if you're listening on a Monday when this is released, we still haven't had a uh, winner for the for the uh right? Is this right? I think we already went over it. That's a reminder. It's a, okay. You fine. can still share. You can still time to win is what I'm getting. Yes. At. Yes. Uh until you know, we'll post something to make sure everybody can see 
that you know drawing a winner tonight or some shit like that. Yeah. We'll make sure you know. Bye. <laughs>